0: France, Italy, Mexico may be said to be predominantly Christian countries. This young man, who couldn't be tempted by a harem full of beautiful girls because of the wisdom of his great sorrow, was Gotama, born Siddhartha in 563 BC, prince of the Sakya clan in the Gorakhpur district of India. His mother, whose name curiously was Maya, which in Sanskrit means magic, died giving him birth. He was raised by his aunt, Prajapati Gotami. As a youth, he was a great athlete and horseman, as befits a member of the Kshatriya, the warrior caste. Legend tells of a sensational contest in which he bested all the other princes for the hand of Yasodhara, he was married at sixteen to the princess Yasodhara, who bore him a son, Rahula. His father, the Maharaja Sudodana, doted on him and plotted with his ministers to figure out ways to please him and take his mind off the deep sadness that grew and grew as he neared thirty. One day, riding through the royal gardens in the chariot, the prince beheld an old man tottering in the road. What kind of man is this? his head white and his shoulders bent, his eyes bleared and his body withered, holding a stick to support him along the way. Is his body suddenly dried up by the heat, or has he been born in this way? Quickly, turn your chariot and go back. Ever thinking on this subject of old age approaching, what pleasures now can these gardens afford, the years of my life like fast-flying wind, Turn your chariot, and with speedy wheels take me to my palace. Then, on seeing a dead man being born to his bier nearby. The followers are overwhelmed with grief, tearing their hair and wailing piteously. Is this the only dead man, or does the world contain like instances? Oh, worldly men, cried the unhappy young prince. Beholding everywhere the body brought to dust, yet everywhere the more carelessly living. The heart is neither lifeless wood nor stone, and yet it thinks not all is vanishing. That night, on orders from the king who'd heard of this, Udayi, the king's minister, commanded the girls to entice Prince Siddhartha with their charms. They made many winsome moves, dropped casual shoulder silks, snaked their arms, arched their eyes, danced suggestively, Caressed his wrists, some even pretended to be blushingly confused, and removed roses from their bosoms, crying, Oh, is this yours or mine, youthful prince? But in his mindfulness of woe, the prince was unmoved. At midnight, the girls were all exhausted and asleep on various divans and pillows. Only the prince was awake. It is not that I am careless about beauty he spoke to the dark, questioning minister, or am ignorant in the power of human joys, but only that I see on all the impress of change. Therefore my heart is sad and heavy. If these things were sure of lasting, without the ills of age, disease, and death, then would I too take my fill of love, and to the end find no disgust or sadness." If you will undertake to cause these women's beauty not to change or wither in the future, then, though the joy of love may have its evil, still it might hold the mind in thraldom. To know that other men grow old and sicken and die would be enough to rob such joys of satisfaction. Yet how much more, in their own case, knowing this, would discontentment fill the mind? To know such pleasures hasten to decay and their bodies likewise. If, notwithstanding this, men yield to the power of love, their case indeed is like the very beast's. It is but to seduce one with a hollow lie. Alas! Alas! Udayi! These, after all, are the great concerns, the pain of birth, old age, disease, and death. This grief is what we have to fear." The eyes see all things falling to decay, and yet the heart finds joy in following them. Alas, for all the world, how dark and ignorant, void of understanding.